Okay, now we can go. <laughs> <laughs> so, are are we live? The phone says it's recording. So, are you gonna stop it again, or <laughs> <laughs> you're stupid? Yeah. <laughs> We're live. Well, shall we? Mm-hmm. Sub fools. Hi guys. And welcome to the Married to It podcast. Welcome. Episode three. My name's Richard. My name is Vanessa. And we are Team Ramos. Back at you. I, I was going to do like a dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's the end though. Dun dun. That's true. Well, today's episode, we're going to talk about work-life balance. And is it a thing? Is it a thing? I don't know. We'll <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a great start. Um, well, I guess for different folks, you know, it obviously is a lot different. Um, for us, I feel like we have a pretty decent balance between the two. Work-life balance? Yeah. <laughs> per the subject of mm -hmm. the episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like we have a pretty good separation between the two for the most part. It took a lot of trial and error, that's for sure. I think it also was depending on the type of work we were doing at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the circumstances and situation that we have been in in the past made it very hard to kind of separate the two. Mm-hmm. And being in a slightly different situation now has allowed us to be able to kind of figure out a better routine, I think, to be able to separate the two and have a more a much healthier relationship with work and with each other. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm. <laughs> well, we still have the blurred lines, though. Mm-hmm. Or... We might be on our getaway weekend or date night, and mm -hmm. all we do is talk about work. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's necessarily an unhealthy thing, so to speak. I mean, if you're doing it every single time you go out, I mean, sure. Then at that point, especially if you don't own the business, you know, if you're just kind of an employee and you're always talking about oh, work. I wonder who. I wonder. <laughs> we might know that would have done something like that. Oh, I have no idea. They're probably uh, stupid. <laughs> uh, she's referring to us. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're doing it every single time that you're out and about, you know, on a date night or you're trying to have some sort of getaway, you know, that's all you can talk about, then obviously that's pretty unhealthy. But I think if you kind of allocate a little bit of time here and there or just you know, know when to stop. You know, that's kind of the obvious answer, but I don't think it's necessarily unhealthy to talk about work if you're trying to just take a break and get away from... Well, know. I feel like... I feel that it sometimes gives us even better... even better opportunities to talk things... like, to, to talk through things... At work, or not at work, about work when we are no longer there, mm -hmm. when we are on our break. 
and something comes up, we're able to figure it out because we're able to have some distance, some separation from the the work environment and mm-hmm. maybe it's just the environment shift for that little bit of time that helps us even though we're supposed to be on this vacation or little mini getaway i personally feel like that's where i have the better brainstorming time mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like it's speaking for myself it's a lot harder to I guess, talk about work in a positive way. Not that, you know, coming home from work is a negative thing. It's just, it's a lot harder to gain a better perspective right after we get off work and we try and talk about work. Hmm. You know, like on the car Mm -hmm. rides home, like, oh, how was your day? And you just kind of talk about work and, you know, you could be frustrated from whatever happened throughout the day and then it's an unhealthy and negative perspective that you've had throughout the day, which then you're just bitching and moaning the entire ride home, but nothing productive comes out of it. Mm -hmm. So it's an unhealthy relationship with work at that point, you know, so you might be talking about work and you're technically off the clock. You're supposed to separate that and have that hard line. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you're just immediately talking about work, just complaining about your bad day or something that potentially went wrong, then, you know, you're obviously going to have an unhealthy relationship with things. So to your point, (laughs) I'm rambling, sorry, Uh but I'm speaking from my own experience here. (laughs) Having that separation and being able to separate yourself from the environment is definitely much more of of a healthy approach, especially from my perspective, because I'm much more the hothead between the two of us. You ran all the way around the block to get to that point, didn't you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, But like I said, it's from my perspective, and I have to explain it the way I know how. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And for those of you listening, if you haven't caught on yet, I like to be very long-winded. This is basically <laughs> the Richard show. <sighs> Don't do that. No. All right, I'm sorry, folks. No, I, nope, I, I'm nope, getting better. I'm done. I gotta get better. Hey, I'll stop talking. Oh, <laughs> then it's gonna be a lot of silence. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's a very good point, though, that you made. That separating yourself from the environment of work, whether that be camping, whether that mm-hmm. be just going out on a date or something like that, definitely helps. All right, I think I didn't even learn that going through our experiences with work I learned that more going to school for art (laughs) and being you know kind of stuck trying to figure out the new the new thing to make or whatever if I was having an issue with an assignment or something um and you know our band was a good getaway from that (laughs) it it was I, I didn't have to think about it at all nothing nothing about school but then coming back home from rehearsals or after staffings or staff meetings mm-hmm. uh, you remember i'd stay up late mm-hmm. finishing projects or getting new ones started so do you yeah. think that was kind of like a reset almost i think so a necessary me, reset mm-hmm. i think so it was a good change of pace mm-hmm. 
And I think it was a good balance back and forth because I, I was at school for, oh, I think I did a few semesters where I was on campus from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you had a crazy school schedule. I just wanted to graduate and be done. Yep. <laughs> yep. At the expense of seeing you. I couldn't see you forever. Oh, you know what? Guess what? We see each other 24-7. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> no, that's true. And I guess for the longest time, I never really had that experience that you were just mentioning. Because for me, it was always teaching music, performing music, teaching music, performing music. So it was just music, 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 music all the time, which is, it was fine. But, you know, there was never really a, a solid outlet mm -hmm. you know there was no separation there was no work-life balance it all just blurred together mm -hmm. plus i was too broke to have a hobby so you know <laughs> now is a little bit different now you have golf <laughs> i do have golf a very the opposite end of the spectrum a very expensive hobby yeah and i guess that's what we do for fun is mm -hmm. you do golf and i i ride along <laughs> And I participate in in shit talking. Yeah, <laughs> I, I participate in that, and I do I do art. I can't really do art with you, but I don't actually do any golfing with you either. But you go with me if I want to go to a museum or go see something, mm -hmm. and I think that's good enough. Yeah, just being in in the same space. Mm -hmm. At sharing the other's interest mm -hmm. and just really spending that time together, just being with each other, mm -hmm. I think. The only difference, though, is that you make me very nervous sometimes when we're in museums, depending on what kind of mood you're in. <laughs> oh, how's that? <laughs> I don't think I want to go with you anymore now. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> Not that bad. You know, it's been a long time. We'll have to try it again. Yes, we will. Maybe we'll take a trip out to LACMA at some point soon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. But I think those two things are our own breaks, whether we do it together mm -hmm. or, or on our own. But what other, I guess, life balance breaks do we give ourselves? Well, our favorite thing it seems as though is concerts really yeah <laughs> you know concerts uh we're die hard coheed and cambria fans you know if you haven't heard of them please look them up yep they're going out on tour we're gonna go see them in october <laughs> is this number i think this eight? is this is gonna be number 11 for me i think so number nine for the two of us mm -hmm. something like that so uh, yeah, I think our biggest thing together is concerts. Um, you know, going to the concert sometimes we'll, you know, kind of talk about a few things about work, but nothing super intense to where we are brainstorming how to totally make things the most efficient ever. Yeah. It's just, you know, kind of like, oh, did you hear this or did you mention this or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Very small things, but. Nothing that I think really causes alarm or raises uh, sometimes, something. 
for me sometimes so it's it's I have to get over that anxiety of I'm not gonna be if especially if we go to the concert on or go to a concert on a weekday mm-hmm. and we miss a day of work for it or or even a half day of work oh, it's the anxiety yeah. of like okay what's gonna happen because I'm not there yeah what's gonna be missed and mm-hmm. uh, anything could go wrong mm-hmm. and just waiting for all the phone calls or the text messages or but I realize I need to disconnect from that. And I think the situation we're in now is much better. Yeah. Yeah. I can disconnect from that. Or or I can easily check back in too. Mm -hmm. And I think that option's nice to have right now. It's a nice change. Yeah, we well, we have a better support system here at this at in this situation at this shop. That's true too. You know, just the fact that we have multiple team members at this location is who are a all game very changer. Capable. Yeah. Everyone, everyone is a an A player. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and it's nice. It's nice to know that we have backup. Mm-hmm. You know, and the the last situation we were in, it was just you know, the situation was what it was. No, you know. yeah, it's just it was a small shop. Mm-hmm. We just got into the position of it was just us two running it, and... mm-hmm. with you know another employee mm-hmm. being the the all star that stepped up and um, was able to essentially do everything that we could for mm-hmm. the most part, um, and really helped us out along the way. But, you know, again, the situation being what it was, it was really hard to to maintain a work-life balance. <laughs> That's for sure. Because we lived work. Yeah. Literally, because you know. it was down the street from where we lived. <laughs> and, you know, I, obviously, we both will never regret that time. No. Because we learned a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, we definitely learned a lot. But, you know, to your point, it was definitely a... Uh, a hard a hard uh distinction between when to talk about work and then when to just have our time mm-hmm. you know there was literally no break because there could be no break it's as if we owned the shop but we didn't own the business mm-hmm. you know so you know it, it was a very difficult situation well, and, and i think we just the biggest thing we learned is that we're entrepreneurs yeah if we really believe in whatever the the place is selling Mm -hmm. (laughs) if we can really buy into it if there's no bullshit yeah you know absolutely (laughs) well i mean i guess Another sort of break that we like to talk about or we like to kind of give ourselves is camping. That's been a new thing recently mm-hmm. within the past, what, uh, almost year? Yeah, it's only been a it's year. It's been about a year we now. we went to Apache last Apache spring. Canyon around, what, March, yeah. February mm-hmm. of last year. That was fun in mm-hmm. itself. Um, You know, I think... <laughs> In those sorts of situations, it's actually kind of nice to talk about work in 
a remote location out in nature yeah so <laughs> like the type of camping that we end up doing is the essentially dispersed camping where you know we'll go out on a trail and wherever we're allowed to camp based off of whatever restrictions are there we'll just kind of find a spot and set up camp and we'll go out with some friends and just kind of shoot the shit drink some beer and some whiskey tequila and yeah no beer <laughs> not for you mm -hmm. and we'll just kind of hang out and, and talk and catch up you know um and what's nice is that we can bounce our work situation off of them and get good perspective as well. And being out in nature, it's also just a relaxing environment. Like you were saying earlier, it's nice to be able to just kind of get away and kind of get the brain out of the, the out of, rut. Yeah. <laughs> the routine. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you feel about it? I, I really enjoy that we are doing camping and I'm excited about you building out the back of the truck so we can have a little bit more of a, a platform bed and just have a better setup in general so we can go whenever at mm -hmm. that point we can always have our camping gear set up and ready to go um, but yeah I I enjoy it a lot because my family and I we did it a lot growing up so it, it's something nice to start doing again with you and to think about potentially doing it with our kids in the future so that that makes it an, a new but a nostalgic thing for me mm -hmm. so i think it's a good reset a recharge mm -hmm. just even if we were only going off for the day just to go on a trail and we don't actually camp. Yeah. It's just, like you said, it's nice to get away. And it's affordable, you know. I mean, yeah. gas is expensive, but it's only gas that we're really spending money on. Mm -hmm. We don't have to spend money on anything else. Yeah. And, you know, I guess as far as that sort of activity is concerned, when you start talking about work, as you go along with it, my initial question, even just to myself thinking about it is, does that kind of diminish the, the experience, you know, is, does it ruin the experience if you're if talking you about, right. Mm -hmm. You know, like hypothetically, right. Let's say we have the absolute worst week where, you know, four clients are just pissed off the entire time projects, projects gone wrong yeah. <laughs> projects Deadlines yeah are pushed back way longer than they should have been yeah just chaos yeah so imagine hypothetically that situation happens and then saturday hits we're like oh gosh all right cool now we're finally free we can go out on the trail and then we start talking about that week mm -hmm. is that unhealthy does that diminish your experience i i don't think so and i and it's because we've We've done it already. Mm -hmm. We'll have just a chaotic week and then we go out doing whatever. And we talk about it to see how we could have handled handled it better. What, what, what went wrong from the beginning. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think it's unhealthy. I think if you don't know how to unpack it, mm -hmm. it can be unhealthy. It can become that. Mm -hmm. I think at one point it was probably not good for us, but we figured it out. Yeah. Well, how would you how would you go about unpacking it then for someone that doesn't necessarily know how to do that? Uh, hmm. I think I think it always starts with it, especially if it if we're hanging out with other people, it always starts off with the question, how's work going? Mm -hmm. Anything new? And I don't think it starts off as an intentional unpacking of the situation, whatever where whatever it may be. I feel that it always starts off with that. It's it's a question posed by someone on the outside. Mm -hmm. And then, like you mentioned earlier, we can get a little bit of outside perspective that helps unpack the situation step by step. Oh, for example, if we're upset with the client who just didn't understand, you know, the client expectations. Oh, it's always nice having that outside perspective and saying, well, why well, don't understand that either? And then we get an idea of how we can make people understand mm -hmm. a little bit better from the get-go. Or we, we realize we're not crazy. That person was just really difficult to work, right. work with. <laughs> That's usually what it is. Yeah. But I, it's, it's always, I think it's always that way, though, where, you know, I can tell you this whatever comment over and over and over again, but you're not going to hear it the same way or you, you'll hear it differently if it comes from someone different mm -hmm. you know i think that's an old but very true true thing that happens mm -hmm. so not the not like not the best answer i can give you but it's the only way i can think of explaining it i think the outside perspective helps a lot yeah just essentially, you know, almost in a way, pseudo role playing with another person, you think, yeah. in, in, a, in a way, mm -hmm. you know, to a lesser degree. Oh, and we've done that, too. We ask friends, like, how would you feel about yeah. this, this and this? Or if you if I approached you like this as a client, how would you take that? Yeah. Would does it does this make sense this way? Or do you understand this being the situation? Mm hmm. We've we've done a lot of that too. Mm -hmm. And it is nice to get different perspective. You know, a lot of our friends are in trade work, so they understand our perspective a lot more. So the last few times that we've had something come up like this, we'll we'll bounce ideas off of them, or not ideas, but we'll we'll bounce situations off of them, and they'll understand our point of view because, you know, like we said, uh we're all in some sort of trade, whether that's, you know, general contracting, uh, vinyl wrapping, anything like that. Um, but on the one occasion or a couple occasions where we go to another person or another friend of ours that isn't in trade work and they legitimately just don't understand our point of view, that's actually a good perspective to kind of get, you mm -hmm. know, that way we can kind of check ourselves and Make sure that we're approaching things from a 
I guess, a well-rounded point of view Mm -hmm. in a way, you know? No, and I think we've we've already gone through all of our points, and I think we've found that there really isn't that much of a difference between our work life and our regular life because we've found the balance. Mm -hmm. So balance is a thing. Just depends on the work, and I think it depends on the the couple. Yeah, I mean, that's always going to be the answer at the end of the day, right? (laughs) You know, depending on the couple, depending on all that. But I think communication is key. Like, if you really think about it, communication in general is key between the two. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't know how to communicate to each other in general, how are you ever going to be able to talk about work, especially? And you know, it's funny, as I'm I'm saying (laughs) that, though, I I always kind of (laughs) whenever we talk about some sort of work-life balance and people talking about work couples talking about work it always reminds me of those commercials back in the day where um like the the wife comes home and she's complaining about her co-worker who's like oh my gosh this happened and this happened and then the the husband's just kind of sitting there like brain dead Mm -hmm. like barely paying attention you know Mm mm-hmm to me, that's like, uh, you know, I don't understand that because because that shows lack of engagement. You know, they're not actually paying attention to what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, and even though they may or may not be working together, it still is a poor sign of communication. And yeah. even when we were younger i mean we still kind of had that you know <laughs> we still kind of had that where we mostly me you know i had a hard time engaging because it wasn't what's the i i i found it hard to engage in some some conversations but that's because we didn't know i didn't know how to communicate in that way mm-hmm. you know i didn't know how to show you that i was interested in what it is that you had to say about your day i also just didn't know how to say it back. <laughs> i also didn't know how to approach you and say like hey i want you to do this with me yeah yeah, it's kind of stupid how how much you have to learn about communication. <laughs> I know, right? And then when you look back at it, it's it's all just stupid shit mm-hmm. that could have easily been avoided. Well, what's funny is that everyone has to go through it no yeah. matter what. You know, everyone has to go through their trials and tribulations of figuring out the communication aspect of things. And it's figuring out how you best communicate with your significant other mm-hmm. you know everyone's different yeah like i'm sure anyone that has had uh, multiple boyfriends or girlfriends at one point or another throughout their life they can probably guarantee that every single one of those people they had to 
speak differently or communicate differently to every single one of those people. You learn the love languages. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's something that not a lot of people really talk about, you know. I made your ass read that book. You did. <laughs> and to be completely honest, it definitely changed a lot of how we interact. And it definitely helped helped me mm. learn or learn a lot. To realize a lot, not just learn. But it was already there. Just mm. wasn't seeing it properly. Yeah. And to kind of bring it back a little bit, right? That if if you could kind of figure out the communication aspect between the two of you, you know, in your own relationship, whether you're married or you're just dating, mm-hmm. you know, if you can figure that out first before anything else, then I think once you start working together, whether that's owning a business or whether that's just simply working together like we are, mm-hmm. you know, with the aspirations to own a business, mm-hmm. you know, once you get that communication set up, it'll make your time way easier once you make that jump to start working together. Right, and get over the the, the uncomfortability. Absolutely. And <laughs> get over it. Yeah, because it's inevitable that you're just going to have to deal with the shit. <laughs> Un- being, be comfortable with being uncomfortable at that point. Yeah. Uh, it's a cliche, yeah. but it's the, it's just the truth. So. I mean, circling back now to the whole point of this episode, mm. is there a work-life balance? There is. That is a thing, mm-hmm. but I think that it's different from couple to couple. Mm-hmm. There's no cookie cutter answer. There's never a cookie cutter answer for any of what any of the topics that we're going to be talking about from here on out, you know, but you know, I think for us, if you know we can just kind of take our experiences and share them with you guys. And maybe you guys can get something out of it. I don't know, but I don't know. Uh, depends on who's listening. <laughs> yeah, depends on who's listening and or and why they're listening. Yeah, and you know, as we get better with this podcasting thing, we'll we'll be able to kind of go a little bit more in depth with some topics and whatnot, and figure out our formats and our flow. But you know, there's no cookie cutter answer to this, so there's. There is, but there isn't. That's just how you handle it, mm-hmm. really. It's how you handle the communication. It's how you handle talking about work. It's how you handle any sort of shit that comes through the work week. Or just through your life in general. Yeah. It doesn't have to always be work. Yeah. You got to learn how to juggle it all. Because if you are a working couple... In the same workplace, there could be things that happen in your personal lives that hit hard Mm -hmm. and could throw a wrench into the work life. And how do you deal with that? Yeah. You know, how we, if there's a family event, both of us have to go. Yeah. Like we, it, 
maybe once in a while there's an occasion where only one of us goes mm -hmm. depending on the client the project mm -hmm. the time of year <laughs> but you you're connected through all of it because of because of your um, working couple mm -hmm. so that's that's another point that i know we didn't really touch on but I think it's important to think about yeah absolutely you're you're bound there <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure and another one um as well is i know we kind of talked through this a little bit um before we started recording but you know leaving your baggage at the door right the whole uh again another cliche right like mm -hmm. drop your attitude at the door you're there to work mm-hmm no one cares about your behind the scenes business. It's just it's, the truth. Yeah. I, I feel no one cares, but there's an, there's enough care. There's mm -hmm. enough care to make sure you're not being shitty at work. Yeah. So yeah, drop your baggage, but don't be, don't be shitty at work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it kind of ties in a little bit from last week's episode where, you know, we're a united front. Mm -hmm. We kind of briefly touched on that yeah. last week, but mm -hmm. you know, we, that's something that we pride ourselves on where we go into work and, you know, whether or not we're having a terrible day together, we just drop that at the door and, you know, Vanessa being technically my supervisor, you know, yeah. I have to go to her for, for, information on projects all it's the not time like we can just ignore each other all day yeah. at work if we're fighting or upset with each other yeah so we have to just deal with it and again that circles back to communication understanding how to communicate in work when we're upset with each other mm -hmm. you know being able to navigate that is especially with the full team yeah with the full team of what 10 12 people mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. where everyone is pretty astute at the shop you know mm -hmm. everyone can pick up on bad vibes everyone can pick up on bad tension. attitudes and <laughs> tension you know so and on top of that everyone's about the same age so they all understand mm -hmm. they can all figure that out pretty damn quick but you know if if you can once again go hammering home the communication thing if you can figure that out and understand how to, to work with your significant other through the negative times, through any sort of tension, then I think, you know, you're well on your way to being able to have a successful relationship both inside and outside of work. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's well said. <laughs> yeah, it took us a long time to figure that out, but <laughs> yeah. And we're still figuring it, took, it, it out. Took us this entire episode to figure it out. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and we're still figuring it out, but you know, that... there's a new challenge every day. Mm -hmm. It's never the same. I think your your point of just communicate, find the best way to communicate with each other. That's gonna make it easier to navigate. Yep, absolutely. That helps the work-life balance mm -hmm. become that much easier to manage. Mm -hmm. Well. I think that's a good spot. I think so. <laughs> I 
Well, folks, we're going to end it there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Richard. (laughs) I'll get better at not speaking as much. I'll I'll get better at talking. (laughs) Well, as always, though, follow us on the Instagram, marriedtoit underscore podcast. Please share our show. We're new. We're not good, but we want to get there. So you'll help us out by sharing the show. What does uh, what does Andy Frisella call it? Value exchange, right? If we do a good job, share the show. If we don't, then don't. Yeah, that's fair. So I'm pretty sure we haven't done a good job for the past three episodes. So yeah, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> if we get a share or two, that'd be great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're now on Apple Podcasts. So yeah, working on the Amazon. Yes, that's Amazon cool. Music, right, mm-hmm. or whatever. Working on that. So we are on Spotify, obviously, if you're listening now. We're on Apple Podcasts and hopefully soon Amazon Music. So cool. Yeah, I think that's it, guys. Thanks. We'll keep you posted for the next one. Mm-hmm. Adios. <laughs>